Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And Dave Ray is their communications director, and he's on the line right now from Washington. How are you, David? Doing great, Frank. How are you doing? I, I'm doing great, except I'm, I'm confused. This caravan that, I mean, is all over the news. If they get to the U.S. border, why can't we just say, sorry, there's no room at the inn? Well, that would be uh, a happy end to the story now, certainly, wouldn't it? But uh, they are, uh, these folks are being shepherded by uh, smuggling rings that have told them about loops in U.S. immigration law that they are able to exploit. So what they've, what they've done is they've destroyed all their travel documents. They have no passports. They have no driver's license. They're going to show up on the border. A lot of times these are families traveling with small children, so there are limits on the amount of time that they can be detained or anything. They say the two words political asylum or fear persecution, and uh, they can, <clears throat> in most cases, only be held for a couple weeks. There's a backlog of 500,000 cases. And so these folks will eventually be released into the United States. They know this. They've been coached. And uh, the Department of Homeland Security and Immigration and Customs Enforcement has asked Congress to fix these loopholes. And you saw what we got out of Congress, a big zero. So these loopholes exist. They're going to be exploited. Do, uh, does some of this caravan con uh, contain dangerous MS-13 folks and drug dealers and what have you? Um, chances are yes, but nobody really knows since they've destroyed their documents. Now, do they? No, but now, if, if we had a wall right now, it, it sounds like that wouldn't even keep them out because we would need the loopholes in the law changed. Correct. So, you know, I mean, they would go to a, to a legal port of entry, like right on, you know, across Tijuana, and they're going to walk right up to a border agent and ask for political asylum. And then they are going to be brought into the country detained for up to several weeks and then released. And so, you know, the wall would have st would stop uh, people who are trying to smuggle drugs in, people who are coming in, you know, as armed terrorists, people who are certainly just trying to sneak in. But anybody who's trying to come in and exploit the asylum loophole, they're going to show up right at the front door, walk right in, and say the magic words. What happens is they are uh, reunited with family members who are oftentimes illegal aliens who are residing in the United States, and they're going to disappear. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, when they do have a hearing, there's a, a, a backlog. I've seen numbers range of between 500 to 650,000. When their hearing does come up, uh, if they would show up for the hearing, most of them will be found ineligible for po political asylum because they all are honest in the fact that they're leaving for economic reasons. But with that said, most of them aren't going to show up to their hearing. And so they will be the mass population of illegal immigrants who will, we will be lobbied about in the near future for another DACA amnesty. Now, that, you know, the president said DACA is dead. What does that mean for us? I mean, if it's dead, what does that mean? I don't understand if it's dead. What, how does that affect the immigration problem? Well, DACA, there, there's a real, there's a credible fear in the White House, and we've 
said this for a long time, DACA and talk of DACA incentivizes illegal immigration. I mean, when you have a population of illegal aliens that we are considering legalizing, and that's what DACA is, uh, you know, words word spreads, and smugglers say, you know, as long as we can get you into the board, into the communities, into the United States before this law passes, you're going to qualify as well. Of course, that's not how it works, but these folks don't know that. And so, while this discussion is going on, uh, you know, about uh, uh, DACA. In fact, when when President Obama first. Uh, started talking about an amnesty and created DACA in 2012, there was an immediate surge from Central America, and it, it really hasn't abated since then. I mean, it's kind of gone in, in ebbs and flows, but when you talk about amnesty, you trigger illegal immigration. Ongoing, never-ending talks about DACAs and cutting some deal with the Democrats or what have you, uh, puts the, the idea in the minds of a lot of illegal aliens that if they can get in here, they're going to get their DACA too. And that's why possibly the, you know, the president has said enough of it or it has realized that the Democrats really aren't that interested in uh, a solution to this, that they think it's a good way to energize their base, and they certainly don't want to solve this before the 2018 election. Now, now Dave, the president is also saying, Mexico, you better do something about this or NAFTA is going to be in trouble. Well, what can Mexico do? Well, I mean, Mexico allowed these folks who have no documents to enter. Uh, and why aren't they asking for political asylum in Mexico? Mexico is not the country that's persecuting them. So Mexico is actually basically turning a blind eye to it and serving as a vehicle to allow this group of illegal aliens to peacefully pass through Mexico without any documents. You try to get into Mexico without any, any passport. See how far you get. This group is already in central Mexico coming their way to the United States uh, with, you know, wink of an eye from the Mexican government. And they're going to be delivered right on our front door. Now, you know, the, the, the president campaigned on immigration reform, immigration, immigration, immigration. I mean, that's, that's all we heard. Nothing has really happened, has it? I wouldn't say that. In fact, there were, this is a case where there were a lot of good things in the laws that simply needed to be enforced. And President Trump moved quickly on that. He uh, uh, started, They're looking into cutting funding for sanctuary cities. They are suspending certain executive orders. They are refusing... Uh, to issue visas or threatening to, to issue visas to countries that refuse to take back their nationals. They're pushing a very positive agenda. I mean, when President Trump took office, word that a no-nonsense person was sitting on in the White House immediately drove down uh, apprehensions of illegal aliens. People understand that it's not going to be loosey-goosey Obama administration anymore, that some, somebody serious is involved. Uh, and so numbers did go down. There was a, an immediate response. But without the building of the wall, you know, a lot of the stuff that the president wants does require uh, help from Congress. And I think that's perhaps a reason why the president was willing to talk to the Democrats about DACA. He doesn't have enough of a Republican majority to get any bill that he wants passed. He's going to need Democrat signatories on there. Isn't, isn't that why he keeps talking about the nuclear option where he can change that so he does have enough exactly. votes? Yeah. yeah, it's that 60 votes in the Senate that is that is tripping him up. And the nuclear option is very dangerous for him or for anyone 
you know, if your party's in power, then you want you want rid of it. When your party's not in power, you wish it was there. And so it's a little bit, uh, I'll leave that to the political prognosticators, but, you know, what's going to happen in 2018? Is he going to lose his majority in both houses in 2018? Is he going to lose you know, just the House of Representatives, or will he keep hold on to everything? You know, the the, the nuclear option could turn into a uh, a real problem for him uh, if he does away with it, and this, the Democrats get the majority. Well, Dave, I, I always thank you and and all of your colleagues for uh, for helping us understand this stuff. How do people get in touch with Fair if they want more information? Yeah, give us a uh, contact us on our website. We're you know fairus.org. We're the nation's largest and oldest immigration reform organization. We have more than two million uh, uh, followers and supporters. Uh, if you're on Twitter, please follow us at Fair Immigration. Get involved in the immigration debate. Help us get these problems solved. Get these loopholes closed up. And uh, we will make sure that we have a better future for all of our kids. All right, Dave, thanks. Have a good, have a good thanks, week. Thanks, Frank. Okay. Yeah, great being with you. Yeah, thank you very much, Dave Ray, Federation for American Immigration Reform. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.